Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I am Alex Lewis. Saturday, September the 9th, was the day the Spectrosynthesis exhibit opened at the Museum of Contemporary Art here on Chang'an Shilu in Taipei's Datong District. The exhibit focuses on contemporary Asian LGBTQ issues and art and features 22 artists of Taiwanese and Chinese descent. The exhibit has garnered media attention from Brazil, throughout Europe, Asia, and uh, personally it popped up on my radar when CNN ran an article on it last month. Uh, after taking in the exhibit, I sat down for a conversation with the curator, Sean C.S. Hu. This exhibit is called Spectrosynthesis. Could you please explain like, why did you choose the name? Well, um, we got the inspiration from the word of um, photosynthesis, which is like, you know, how, how the sun, how the light give energy to everything on the earth. So we hope that this vision could be like photosynthesis to, to give people, well, in Taipei City, an opportunity to understand the, the life and the history of the LGBTQ people and let everyone to respect each other with different uh, sex orientation. Everyone is equal, like the sunlight from the uh, sun. So what are some of the issues that, that the LGBTQ community faces here? And what are the conversations surrounding those issues? Yeah, uh, well, that's a, that's a, a big question. Uh, well, actually, uh, according to this exhibition, I think the, the, art, the works of art touch upon a variety of uh, top uh, subject matters, such as um, the self-identity and uh, discrimination death and life, and also the mass media's interest in uh, hunting for novelty. I think the, the topic really touch a lot of uh, dilemmas that uh, LGBTQ people facing today. And how do you think, or how do you want this exhibit to contribute to that conversation, or add to that conversation? Although Taiwan is the first country in Asia to legalize um, same-sex marriage, however, we, I think we still have a long way to go to, to create an um, environment for people with different sexual orientation to understand each other. So through the visual art, I hope that um, uh, this kind of uh, creativity can give people a wide range of uh, imagination you know, understanding about LGBTQ. Although maybe some people think that they couldn't understand it right away, you know, through seeing the artwork, because um, I think the audience have to spend the time to look at the artwork with a different concept behind. So um, I think that this is a good uh, chance for, really for, for, for the public to have broader imagination, understanding about uh, LGBTQ. Speaking of the legalization of same-sex marriage here in Taiwan, was this exhibit done because of that legalization, or was it planned before that? Or Yeah, we have, we have been doing the research about the exhibition for over two years. Well, actually, around like three years. So, in the very beginning, we have a couple of uh, purpose to curate the exhibition. One of the purposes is, was to, to push the government to legalize the same-sex marriage. However, as you know, like during the process of the curation, um, 
Taiwan, you know, accept uh, same-sex marriage. And now what we are doing in Mocha is kind of like celebration. So, um, yes, in the very beginning, we hope to to give uh, the, the government pressure or more understanding about what LGBTQ people need. Can you tell me about the curation process? In the very beginning, the Sun Pride Foundation, Hong Kong-based nonprofit organization, uh, came up to me and asked me if I am interested in curating uh, this exhibition around two years ago. And at that time, I, I was very excited to accept the, the offer because it's quite meaningful for me as a curator to, to do an exhibition with the issue related to LGBT. So what we need to do at that time was uh, field research and the studio visit, data collecting, and uh, oral history. We, uh, we did the research, collected the information as uh, many as we can. In the end, we collected around a list of artists over 60. You know, it's kind of like our, our database. So through that database, we selected artists step by step according to my curatorial statement and also according to artists' um, form, media, and different uh, creativity. So in the end, uh, we, I, got the, uh, I got 22 artists in this exhibition. Could you please explain the focus on Asian or Chinese LGBTQ issues? Mm, the reason we uh, have Asia, uh, Asian LGBTQ in this um, exhibition, we wanted to include artists who deal with uh, uh, this issue in all over the Asia. However, this is the first ever LGBTQ issue in public art museum in Asia. So it's not easy to, to have all of them in, you know, in, yeah. in the show, especially like uh, the medium-sized museum like MOCA. So it's impossible for us to, to do... To show all you know, perspectives. Right. So um, we decided to to select artists based on the similar backgrounds, such as um, you know, language, uh, uh, geographic location, and ethnicity, and history. But I define this exhibition as kind of an organic exhibition. It would be growing little by little. So Taiwan is the, just the first stop for this exhibition. We want to promote and tour the whole package to different cities and countries in Asia in the near future. I hope if we uh, tour the show to different cities, we can include more local artists from the city we want to tour. But of course, if we have more budget and uh, opportunities, we hope we can ship the whole package to, to Europe or to the to United States or other countries outside Asia. Right. Yes. Okay. So why did you pick, or why did, was Taiwan picked as the first place to exhibit um, this artwork? Mm. Because it was already planned before uh, the landmark ruling. Yes, because I think uh, most of people know that Taipei is a um, really gay-friendly city in Asia. And uh, I think people here 
are also like open mind to, and it also it's a right timing for people to to understand the LGBTQ more. And also, I um, have a long history of uh, uh, curating exhibitions, so I, I think I have good. Um, um, relationship with the local art community, so that is why we uh, choose Taipei as the first stop for our exhibition, and I think it's a right decision because um, when we approached the museum, we didn't get any negative uh, reaction or something like that. People love it, and the the former director of Taipei Moka verbally agreed to to have this show you know when we approached to him last April you know so yeah that's the and then after that we uh, we have the new director on board in uh, last August and the new director also really excited having this show in Taipei Moka and what would it take for uh, do you think other cities and countries in Asia are ready to have this type of exhibit and have these types of conversations surrounding the LGBTQ? Well, it's a tough question because um, with different uh, political systems or culture background, I think uh, I'm not sure if other cities are, are ready yet. However, we hope through this vision we can encourage our other institutions or cities to organize exhibitions such like uh, our exhibition. So at the opening, uh, like two days ago, we invited curators and uh, museum directors from um, Thailand, from Hong Kong, from Japan, and um, we're trying to introduce this whole package to them. And uh, we don't know if they will, or they can do this in their country. But I think it's just like experience exchange or, you know, culture change to, to share what we have been doing in Taipei. What has the international art community's um, reaction been to this exhibit? I think we are really lucky, and even I think we got. Uh, really positive reaction from international art community. During the past two years, we had been to many cities and many different uh, museums, such as like in, uh, in the United States, in London, uh, Singapore, and Hong Kong. And people all um, feel positive to, like uh, Taiwan have this exhibition and we also got many, many reports from uh, our community of the world. Also, most of the uh, gay media in Western society reported about the, this show as well. It was on CNN as well. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, also, I think BBC will report uh, about the show and NHK from Japan, etc. Yes, yes. So it has been really widely accepted and kind of uh, celebrated. Yes, yes, yes. So we feel really lucky and happy to have um, support from the media of the world and uh, 
we also hope that through the uh, mass communication, we can create a, like a ripple effect on other community in Asia. Uh, has there been any backlash received? So far? Not, not yet. But you know what? We hope we can get um, different uh, reaction from the society as well. You know, it's because it's a um, good uh, platform for, for people with different ideas, you know, to communicate. Uh, I hope, and I'm not afraid to, to face, you know, people with different... Uh, different viewpoints. Yeah, viewpoints, yes, yes. So, last question. Yes. So, the Western media has portrayed this as, or has portrayed Taiwan as very progressive, uh, especially since uh, the Supreme Court ruling and this exhibit coming out. Um, is Taiwan a good model as a progressive country, and is that a good thing? Yeah, of course it's good. Um, I think Taiwan is always a good model for for other countries in Asia to accept, you know, a wide range of a different value, you know, or thought about the, you know, in terms of uh, political environment, uh, in terms of uh, minority issues, and we can, we hope we can make a benchmark for ourselves, you know, not only for ourselves but also for other countries, we can exchange, you know, our different uh, experience. So, yeah, I think it's good. Thanks for listening to this week's Taiwan Talk. I hope you enjoyed it. I strongly urge everyone to go check out the exhibit at MOCA. Uh, it was phenomenal, and I plan to go again. Talk to you again next week. I'm Alex Lewis. <laughs>